0: I can't wait for you to experience the magic of this beautiful gratitude journal for mothers. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, episode 26. How to praise your child when it feels like there is nothing to praise. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. Before I had children, I pictured days spent at home with them surrounded by a rose-colored glow. (laughs) We would read books and giggle together. We would bake and play outside. And my voice would be that of a sing-songy Disney princess uttering happy words of encouragement and love all the time. Fast forward seven years, and our life is a little different than I had imagined. Yes, we do read books together, laugh together, and play outside, but life is certainly not surrounded by a rose-colored glow all the time, and perhaps the thing that is most different from my visions of motherhood and my actual motherhood is the way I talk to my children. I wouldn't say I'm a huge yeller, though it certainly happens on occasion, but I often feel like all I'm doing is nagging. And do Disney princesses nag? (laughs) Seriously, moms who are listening, do you feel me on this one? Sometimes it really does feel like I'm just giving commands that my kids are ignoring, nagging them to do what I've asked, and doling out punishments all day long. And when I think about this from my children's point of view, I can't imagine how annoying I must be to them. If someone was nagging me all day, I wouldn't listen to them either. But my kids make me do it, right? (laughs) What else am I supposed to say to them when their behavior doesn't deserve praise? How do I turn around this tide of negativity in our home? Today on the podcast, I'm thrilled that we have an expert guest on, to teach us how to find positive things to say to our kids, even when it seems like there's nothing to praise. His name is Tony Overbay, and he's a licensed marriage and family counselor with a busy private practice in Roseville, California. He's created some powerful online programs for healing, which he will tell us about, as well as a really cool podcast called The Virtual Couch, where you can get free advice from a professional counselor right into your earbuds every week. And perhaps most importantly, Tony is a father himself of four children, ranging in age from 20 down to 14. So he's been and continues to be in the real-life trenches of parenthood. So he's going to help us merge his professional training on parenting and his personal experience with parenting on today's episode. So I'm so honored to welcome Tony Overbay to 3 and 30 podcast. Good morning, Tony.
1: Hey, Rachel. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm so glad that we're finally doing this interview after corresponding for a few months.
1: It's been great and I boy, I have to tell you that wasn't very fair to have funny things that you were saying in your intro and I can't chime in and I thought you know, does she want to hear me snort while during the intro? And so I hit mute on my mic, but you got two snorts during the intro. I just want you to know that for the rest. Oh,
0: good. (laughs) That's good to know. So I wanted to tell the listeners that when you you reached out to me a couple of months ago and asked if I ever have male guests on the show (laughs) and would I consider having a male on? And at the time I said, I've never had a male, but we'll certainly have you on. But then I remembered that, I did have my 89-year-old grandpa come on the I podcast already. So you're not the first male, but you're in very good company because my grandpa is amazing.
1: So two I'm awesome I'm happy to men. follow your grandpa. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Thank <laughs> you.
0: So I've been listening to your podcast over the last few months and loving it and gaining lots of insight into myself in my and my parenting. One of the things that I've heard you talk about is a parenting approach called nurtured heart parenting.
1: You bet. And the that, nurtured heart approach. Yeah. The,
0: the nurtured heart approach. Okay. And that you've, you've talked about how it's been effective for you with your own kids. And I think that it could be really helpful for any listeners who found themselves in the scenario like I described at the beginning. So sure. I just I just wanted to dive right in and have you tell us about the nurtured heart approach.
1: You bet. And, and I, I already feel bad if uh, come, some of these things, if uh, people have heard me speak before, there's a couple of kind of go-to bits that I love to share about this. And one of them is um, I went to a training, this was when I was a shiny new therapist, I still had that new therapist smell on me and I'm at a training and I don't even really know what the training's gonna be about, but you had to get these hours in toward getting your license. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sitting there and I've got a pencil in hand or probably a pen and, and a notebook and a woman comes up to me. And she's like, man, look at you. I can tell you're ready to learn. And I thought, oh, I like her. You know, she gets it. She, she acknowledges me, you know, and so then she gets up front. And then at some point she says, hey, how many of you did I come tell how awesome you are? And You look like you're all ready. And I just get deflated because I'm, I'm like, man, I got played. You know, this you're training like, told
0: everyone and- that.
1: Well, the funny part was that she's like she basically went through a handful of people and did that. Oh, I can see you look ready and attentive and I bet you're going to learn so much and you must care about your practice. And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, how many of you did I just come up and say, hey, nice job? You know, and a couple of people kind of half raised their hand. And she was just kind of pointing that out of how how we're so driven uh, to respond to this this acknowledgement and this recognition of things that are more than just, hey, good job, buddy. You know, and and then how with that that setup. How I really was thinking, oh, I'm, I'm ready, you know, and I was kind of buying into it, too. It's like, you're darn right. I'm ready when in reality. I think I had my my pen and my notebook so that I could doodle because I was worried about being <laughs> bored. And so but she had me she had me locked in. So that was my first introduction to the nurtured heart approach. And, and then I remember she referenced the book that's kind of the, you know, the go to book. And it's called Transforming the Difficult Child the nurtured heart approach. So Mm. this is something that is, um, it's an approach that's used in school systems. Uh, There's some pretty neat evidence-based research around it. So I took away from that training that it's a, it's a really solid kind of a a basis to, to operate from, from a parenting standpoint. So, so I immediately tried to implement that in at home and it was, it was extremely effective.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, there's a whole book on it, which I'll definitely link. Um, But just give us a quick overview. Like, what exactly is it? Like, what would you say in a nutshell, nurtured heart approach is?
1: It's it's refusing to fall into traps of negativity. And it's basically, you know, seizing every single opportunity to fuel success. Um, I mean, it's it's purposely, uh, kind of strategically, intentionally, um, energizing and nurturing success and so the concept here and I remember when I when I was in grad school to be a therapist and and I remember before and I thought it was more pop psychology where you would hear this concept of you know where it, w- people want acknowledgement or attention whether it be positive or negative negative. and I remember it, at my core thinking Nobody really wants to, you know, negative attention and and there was a time where I w- I remember coming home and and at this point everybody's pretty young I think and I come home and I think even the dogs were busy nobody greets me at the door I'm coming in all excited And uh, my kids are all doing homework or something, and nobody's paying attention to me. And I make my way over to my wife, and she's got like all kinds of stuff going on and (laughs) on the counter and baking dinner and all this stuff. And she's not paying any attention. So then I start poking, you know, picking things out of pans to eat. And I think I probably, you know, kind of, I don't know, grabbed her shoulders or something. And finally she turned around and she's like, What? You know, and I realized, (laughs) wow, I mean, I was, I wanted anything. I mean, I just wanted that attention. And I thought, I guess that's me looking for anything, be it positive or negative. And it kind of was a bit of an epiphany.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, here you are, you're an adult, and you're willing to be a little annoying to get attention.
1: (laughs) Oh, I was super annoying. Like, I mean, I probably probably knocked kids' pencils out of their hand and, you know, whatever. I I was super annoying. So, yeah. And and so that was kind of an epiphany. So, nurtured heart approach then says that um, if we, if that, you know, we know that that is the case, then we want to take every opportunity we can to just fuel success with our kids. So it really is. It really is literally um, finding everything that we can to acknowledge, but it can't be hollow praise. So at that first training I went to, I remember getting a handout that was four or five pages long, single space, two columns. It was all the things you can say instead of good job. You know, if you're mm-hmm. like, hey, good job, buddy. You know, that's really not it, that's not fueling or energizing success. So, you know, so the first thing is refusing to fall into the trap of feeding this negativity. So typically under the nurtured heart approach, we talk about um, our kids know our, what our buttons are. They know how to press our buttons. They know how they, they know where our buttons are and they even know how to get us to um, hold them right out in front of our kids and, and say, <laughs> press these. And it has this concept where we're our kids' favorite toy. Our kids know that when they press these buttons, we light up, you know, we kind of can go crazy and they see us. um just go nuts. And so, you know, so we're learning to kind of hide our buttons and we're learning how to, so we're not going to, you know, feed into the negativity. And as a matter of fact, we're going to find positive things, uh, to, to kind of acknowledge in, in pretty much any situation. And there's another kind of key concept before we get too deep. That is, it's almost, it's called video game parenting in a sense. Um, not in the negative video game connotation, but if you look at why we like playing video games, it's because, you know, we're kind of going along. I always think of Mario because I'm an old man now, but you're playing a Mario game. And then when your character dies, then he's right back in the game. So, you know, you, you and, and if you're enjoying the game, then as soon as there's a something that that happens that, that's negative, we want to get you right back in the game. Because the more you're in the game, the more opportunities there are for you to praise and, and nurture this success. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. So so rather so than
0: like, you know, dwelling on the negative, harping on it, yeah. punishing, nagging, lecturing, which is keeping them in the negative, yep. keeping them out of the game, basically, you want to get them right back into the game, headed a positive direction by giving them as much of this recognition and acknowledgement as you can. Is that correct? It, it,
1: it's, it's absolutely correct. And I know, you know, this is that part where I worry that sometimes parents, you know, their heads explode because it's like, oh, am I just saying that you you let them get away with, you know, all kinds of things and they can burn the house down and you say, "Hey, I appreciate the way you lit that match." You know, that looked very <laughs> confident. You know, so it's not that. I mean, there are consequences and in and you know, that sort of thing.
0: Well, and I really like how you've been using the words recognition and acknowledgment, yeah, even yeah. even more than praise. You know, I feel like that that's a shift for me because I think I think I need to praise my kids and compliment oh, them like that. Yeah. whereas you're you're saying you, sometimes you just need to recognize them and acknowledge um, what they're doing well without even adding the praise. It's just recognizing and acknowledging. That's a great point. Which yeah. we're which we're going to get into here. So so Tony has four strategies that he's learned from this nurtured heart approach of specific ways to praise, encourage, recognize, acknowledge, however you want to word that. Yeah. Um, your kids when you really feel like there's nothing that you can praise them for. Right. These are strategies that you can use to find something to say to them that's positive so that they can keep going in that positive direction. Um, I sort of thought about like Newton's first law um, of like objects in motion stay in motion. You yeah. know, So it's yeah. like if you can get them going in a positive direction, like they'll continue going that way. But if you're always staying in the negative, then that's where you're going to stay as well. Absolutely. So... Why don't we dive in? So we're actually going to give you four takeaways today, not just three. He's going to give these four strategies of how specific kind of templates that you can use for how to recognize your kids in a meaningful way.
1: The first the first one is called it's uh, and they call it nurtured heart's been around for a little while. So they have um, um, what uh, uh, metaphors or they have these uh, so Kodak moments. That's what they call them. So Kodak moment is what's considered active recognition. This is kind of at the foundational level, just acknowledging your kid. It doesn't have to be anything of, uh, of, of real depth, and it's not just a good job, but it's a, you know, hey, I see you have your book out and you're doing your homework. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, already, um, and I'll tell you, here's where I'm gonna throw my therapist card out on the table. I work with so many teenagers who say, I don't even know if my parents recognize me. You know, I, I don't even know if they even care that I'm around. Um, they're so caught up in their own lives or whatever. And I've talked to a lot of parents who say, you know, I don't know how to talk with my kid or if I see my kid doing something, I I don't want to interrupt them or bother him. And so one of the first things I would love from a takeaway standpoint is just this active recognition comment. So it's, you know, Hey, I see, I see you're doing your homework or look at you taking your shoes off when you walk in the door or, you know, just any of these things, you know, that's
0: what, that's what that teacher did. For you in yeah, that class, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. She said, look at you with your notebook out and your pencils ready to learn or whatever. And you're like, oh, she recognized me and acknowledged me. And you kind of perked up in your seat and it got you, it changed you from feeling bored to feeling, like, more excited to learn.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and I'm telling you, if that's just the place you start right now, that is a great place to start because you'll notice that. I mean, you're right. That's what happened to me in that training, and it, and it feels good. And if we do a nice little functional brain scan at the moment, we're going to see, you know, little uh, neuropathways of the brain open up and little synapses fire up, and it just feels nice to be acknowledged without anything negative coming after it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, so that is a Kodak moment because yeah. you're simply – you're simply describing what you see. So if, yeah. if a mom is struggling to know how to praise her kid effectively, it's like, just look at what they're doing and not when they're misbehaving, right. but like in a, in a neutral moment and, and, comment on what you see. Yeah, and yes. that is a recognition.
1: Yeah. Look at you coming out of, out of your room, you know, or, or, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> Hey, you're home from school, or hey, I know it sounds silly, but it's, it's, it's a, it's the base, it's somewhere to start, which is a good thing. So then that one right. kind of leads into this next one, which is uh, that it's called in the nurture heart, um, uh, verbiage, a Polaroid moment. And they do have, you know, these are kind of camera related, um, but Polaroid moment, and that's more of an experiential recognition. So Um, The Polaroid moments are you have that observation of a fact. So you're still kind of that active recognition. But then you're also kind of speaking to um, in the nurtured heart speak. What you say is you're speaking about what you know, what that says about that person's greatness. Um, You're building on the active recognition. And and this is the part where and I love how they put this in nurtured heart. This technique sends messages of worth and it starts to rewrite the child's portfolio of who they are. So, and I have a very personal example of this. When I came home from that training, I, and I remember this well, uh, two of my daughters doing homework together at a table and, you know, I normally, I might've just walked by either because I didn't acknowledge or number two, I still feel like there's that thing where if I would have stopped and said, look at you guys, and all of a sudden they're going to, oh, when's dinner? Can I have a drink? You know, and it's all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, I almost feel like a lot of parenting is if they're doing their thing, I am not going to interrupt that. But so yes. th- the experience, and I, and, and, you know, and I think I remember we have a toy room, and when my kids were little, I, you know, if they were playing together nice, I'm sneaking by because you know <laughs> that's a rare moment, you know, and I don't want to interrupt that. But so experiential recognition says, and I remember this time well, where I said, you know, hey, look at you helping her with her homework. I mean, that's so impressive, and that shows me uh, just how how close you guys are. And they both looked up and, and you know, I, it was almost like, whoa, what, what just happened there? And so then the part where I almost feel bad was, you know, a couple days later, I walked by a similar Oh no, they weren't doing homework together. They weren't fighting or anything. So that was a plus. But uh, but then when they see dad come in, it was almost like they quick, quick, you know, uh, who's got a math mm-hmm. book and where's some paper and, and let's do that again. And, and it was like literally they, they ran to each other to, to <laughs> kind of be doing something together. And that was it. Almost broke my heart because it just it meant that that praise meant so much to them. And I'm I'm not a mean guy, so I mean it's not like I'm usually running through there and you know everybody get out of my way, you know that kind of thing. But it was like that meant so much for them to just get that. Wow, you know I was. And abs- you're like,
0: yeah. you guys don't have to just be doing homework to get that kind <laughs> exactly, of praise right? for me. Exactly, like I can do this in other settings to just describe what I see and then add the characteristic that that shows about that child. That's exactly. what. That's yeah. what experiential recognition is.
1: Yeah, I mean so it's and it's and it's so you're acknowledging something positive, you know, and then you're then you're kind of speaking to that character trait that that they might not even be aware of. And it's pretty wild too. There's that concept of self-fulfilling prophecy um where the more we're kind of energizing our kids with success and pointing out these these characteristics of integrity, um, the more that they'll start to own those. So, and, and this is where I just feel like the, this entire dynamic, you know, this paradigm shift of communication with our kids, it's bigger than we even recognize. And can I just mm. slip in another quick, um, nurtured heart concept? Yeah. Here? So in the nurtured heart approach, um, you do, you lay out very clear, there are very clear, Uh, Consequences to things but the best time to now do that is when the waters are calm I like to say and I even love to jokingly say, you know Grab a, a night family night, you know And you get brownies cooking something that's gonna like just be lingering in the air and then you come up with the family rules and you do lovingly manipulate this situation to where your kids are the ones that are coming up with consequences. You know, if we, if we don't do our homework or if we're on our phone too long or whatever, what do you think would be a fair consequence? So the kids come up with that. And then now guess what you get to do? You get to, you get to acknowledge that, man, I, I love these consequences that you guys just came up with. And that shows me that you really care about what, you know, how to um, bring some unity or peace into our family. And then you, mm. you, you post these things on the, uh, the fridge or whatever it is. And so now there are these rules that they kind of came up with. And so now you become the person that when they do something, you're not the I can't believe you did that. You know, you're grounded. It's a. Uh, oh, man, I, I, I'm I, bummed that that, you know, you chose to do this because, you know, now we've got that consequence that we agreed on that you came up with that I was so impressed with. And, and that's the moment where you see the kid go, wait a minute, are they telling me? They're, you know, it's like it's this (laughs) cognitive dissonance for a kid where I'm used to you yelling at me and telling me to go to my room, not like, oh, man, you know, uh, you came
0: up with a great consequence that you're now going to have to face. And
1: and so then it's even better. (laughs) So then when the whatever the consequence is, then when that when they when they come out of that consequence, then you get to go like, man, I'm so glad that, you know. Uh, you, you 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 did that well. You consequenced well. Now you're back into the game, and because I missed you, you know, and I and I mean, it's so funny to first watch like a kid go. What has happened? I, I just I just got <laughs> praised, you know, for coming out of the the consequence. I mean, I don't know what this is happening here, but it's such a good thing, and it's a complete paradigm shift. Um, so yeah. I just wanted to kind of and throw that out there. Yeah,
0: I'm sure that using this kind of language at first is unnatural, oh, but man, it gets yeah. easier. Yeah. Like um to yeah. to figure out how to say cuz <laughs> cuz when you said at the end of the family meeting you say wow, you guys came up with some great rules. That shows that you're really invested yeah. in your family. I'm like, whoa, I would never think to say that. I know. You know Rachel, but <laughs> I'm sure it becomes a habit the more yeah. that you practice and practice and practice.
1: You know, it's funny you say that. And the reason I'm kind of laughing is, um, yeah, I do this every day, all day. It's my soapbox stuff, passionate, whether I'm talking about couples communication or, or parenting or, or whatever. And you're right. I, I I know that I will have clients leave and I'm on it, you know, and then they then they just... They get in that moment, and it's and it's difficult or it doesn't come as natural, but you write it. Practice. There's nothing wrong with even getting together with your spouse or on your own and writing out a little bit of a script to make sure you get your points across. and uh, And you don't have to be perfect at all. Man, you don't have to yeah. be perfect at it. Um, I would
0: even say writing a few of these phrases yeah, down. I totally agree. and putting them like on your fridge or somewhere. like i I see that you are doing this oh, or yeah. I notice I appreciate. Or whatever, just to give you little prompts to practice speaking this way, and then it becomes more and more natural. I'm
1: sure. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, nobody is. Somebody might leave this podcast going, "Oh, I'm on it," and then they then they get there in their kid. I'm happy that you are <laughs> nice because <laughs> nice is good, and then that's okay. You know, moving in the yeah. right direction.
0: And especially when they're little, I think you can say really awkward things and they don't even really know. So, pra- starting to practice when they're young with this, when you might be kind of awkward at it, is yeah. good. Because if you approached your teenager and said, I see that you're being nice and I love that, that you're nice, you're a nice kid, like they'd be <laughs> like,
1: What are you saying? They're like, I get it, I'm nice. You know, move on, right? Um, yeah but but if you
0: said that if i said that to my seven-year-old he'd be like thanks mom or he'd just kind of look at me bewildered and run off like he wouldn't think (sighs) i was super awkward but but the concept is good right yeah yeah Yeah, for sure so we have the first is the kodak moment where you just describe what they're doing you bet the second is the polaroid moment where you describe what they're doing and add um what that shows about them yeah and and, um, we discussed a little bit before the podcast. I'm like, I don't quite understand the Polaroid metaphor. This is an, I'm a high, I'm a former high school English teacher. So I'm like, what does a Polaroid have to do with, dis- with it, the behavior attached to I love the, it. and you were like, I, I don't can't know. totally explain yeah. that metaphor to you. Other than that, they're all camera <laughs> images going back to what you see, right? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: No, I was gonna call you out on that too. I w- its funny that you just did. That. I was say, hey, for your uh, for your listening audience, Rachel's like super cool because nobody's pointed that out before to me, and and I don't want to be that you know old man who's like, that's just the way it is. Rachel, move on. You know, I was like, huh, that's a good point. Um, because they're all cameras, and in my mind, it was like that was as deep as it got for me. You know, right.
0: right. Whereas I'm thinking like, <laughs> what? How do we further this metaphor? Like, yeah. what does a Polaroid have to do with anything? So. You don't even really need to think about the no. polar, polaroid imagery other than that it's just another way to take a snapshot of what's going yeah. on with your kids yeah, yeah, and yeah. praise them for it.
1: So, okay, we got two more, right? Yeah, we okay. have two
0: more. Um, Here comes
1: the Canon moment. The, uh, the like Canon moment.
0: Canon camera, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: although I don't know the depth of that. Or it yeah. could be a, um, it
0: could be a Nikon camera or a Nikon moment.
1: All right. Now you're um, just kind of getting crazy.
0: <laughs> okay. Tell us about the <laughs> Canon moment. What's this that? This
1: one's really cool too. This one, again, this is one of the ones where I feel like then at this point, your kids are like, okay, where, what, what did somebody do with my real mom and dad? Cause this is, it's proactive recognition. Canon moments are the, you know, your, you know, your, your daughter walks by your son and you say to your son, um, Hey Johnny, I noticed that you didn't smack Sally as she walked by. You know, that's awesome. You know, I mean it's basically, you know, or or even noticing that I noticed that, you know, your sister just stepped on your whatever and normally you've gotten pretty angry with that and and uh man, I'm I'm just really proud of you for not reacting to that. That takes a lot of uh, you know, self-control and looks like you've got it. Yeah. And so where the kid doesn't even know they didn't do something. I mean they they're like, "Oh, if I would have thought about" hitting her, I would have done it, you know. Um, But so you're kind of calling out that, uh, you know, you're you're just proactively recognizing something that you're grateful that didn't happen.
0: Right. And I do love that in the context of recognizing when they control themselves, you know, like I'm like um, when they don't lash out when you know that they wanted to or when they choose to be honest, when you know it was hard, when they yeah. could, you know, it's just saying like, I'm so grateful that you didn't tell a lie there. Even though that happened, like that you made that mistake, you didn't lie. That's about a great it. one. And yeah. that's awesome.
1: yeah, so they're I mean they're, they're it's kind of that this one's just totally filled with empowerment because they're giving credit for positive choices they made, and it's even if that wasn't part of their decision making process. And so again, we are fueling. Um, positivity and it's really starting to develop. They call it in the nurtured heart. And I, I was drawn a blank on this phrase a, a bit ago, but it's inner wealth. So when we know that we're getting this recognition and and it's not hollow. Oh, I was going to point this out a minute ago. So now you can maybe see a little bit more of why. Just I mean, the phrase "good job" is better than I guess yelling at somebody. Um, but good job now. And I apologize to everybody who's hearing this now. You're going to hear that phrase so much, mm. just a uh, good job. And it's always, I mean, always, uh, it's typically said with just a glance or a, Hey, good job, buddy. You know, and, and you'll, and if you'll start to even notice that the kid doesn't even stop and that doesn't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that was one of the big epiphanies for me, which I think is, I don't know, it was just nice to start to point out these really positive things in my kids. Mm. And then what's our fourth? Um, it's called creative recognition and this one doesn't have a camera attached to it, I'm afraid. So, um, (laughs) you know, we can make one up. Maybe this is the Nikon one, right? Yes. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, so creative recognition is you are creating success that might not, not otherwise exist. And, um, I, I, have to, I, I've got a couple of examples, but I just, I had an opportunity to speak at a, um, at a church in my area and, uh, the there was a, a pastor um, who was doing almost like an interview, and he did a deep dive, and he found a video. He said on YouTube that I thought gave such a great example. Of this where there was a teacher, and they said, I think he literally said because I, I couldn't stop my ADD brain when he said this, but the teacher said, "Hey, what does the fox say?" You know, or something like that. And I'm thinking of that dumb song from a few years ago. <laughs> um, and so, but the point was, the kid just froze. He wasn't going to say anything. He's so used to not you know participating. And uh, this was in one of these school districts where all the teachers have been trained in Nurtured Heart. And so kids not saying a word and eight other people have their hand raised. And so he the teacher looks over at another student, uh, you know, and just says, um, you know, hey, Sarah, uh, do you think you can help, you know, Steve and be part of his team and help him answer that this question? And she says, whatever the fox says. And then the teacher says you know, Hey Steve, thanks for letting Sarah kind of be a part of your, you know, your team and answer that question for you. Um, you know, it sounds, you, you guys got the answer right or whatever. I think it's another one where the kid just is sitting there thinking I didn't say a word <laughs> and I just got praised, you know, again, what just happened? I'm used to ignore, you know, not saying a word, nobody paying attention and moving on. And I think in that example, you know, then, then it was like, okay, do you think the two of you now can come up with whatever, whatever's next? And of course, Steve goes on to, to do it. And, and becomes captain of the football team and lives happily ever of after. Course. I think that part is true, right? <laughs> but, but I mean, I just, I love that. So it's, you know, it's creating success that might not otherwise wise exist. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times what's more practical is, um, creative recognitions, they kind of hijack, uh, kids into success, leading them to you and praising all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know.
0: And I've yeah. heard you say, um, in your podcast, the example of like, hurry, you'd say to a child, hurry, I need you to, finish up eating so we can go and they just sit there and look at you but they're continuing to chew yes, and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. thanks for <laughs> continuing to eat <laughs> so that we can go i appreciate that or whatever and you're like oh. really they were probably thinking about defying you but Absolutely. you kind yeah. of interrupted it by praising them for something that you pretended almost like you're pretending like they're moving in the direction you want them to move and you praise them for that. And then they're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do it you know?
1: Yeah, th- yeah. I've got a daughter who um, probably won't ever hear my podcast, but uh, so, I'll, <laughs> so I'll go with this <laughs> one. Right. But just won't ever put her shoes on. And I mean, remember I've got all teenagers and a 20 year old. So this isn't like, you know, the four or five year old that refuses. She's just not going to put her shoes on. And I feel like that is a little bit of a, you know, I'll show you guys. And then but now it's like, OK, carrying shoes barefoot into the car. And that's one of those where I'm all the time saying, I'm like, man, I love when fill in the blank name, you know, I love like her style. She's coming out barefoot. She's going to put those shoes on in the car. And, you know, and I almost feel like, sometimes the kid's like, ah, oh, man, I can't win with my defiant behavior. Yeah. Um, so I might as well just kind of go along with <laughs> what the old man's asking.
0: I love yeah. that. Well, this has been really helpful, I think, to have just sort of like these scripts or these templates of somewhere to start with positive encouragement for our kids, whether or not they even really, quote, deserve it. It's, you know, this recognition or acknowledgement of what they're doing. So can you quickly tell us those four types again as a recap? You bet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, the first one's active recognition, these Kodak moments, just acknowledgement, just, hey, I noticed you're doing this. Uh, The second one is this experiential recognition or these Polaroid moments, and those, that's when you really start to get into the meat of, you know, hey, I, you know, I, uh, you looked like you were pretty angry, but you kept doing, you know, you know, your homework, and that just shows me that you're really committed to becoming a well-rounded individual and, and a productive member of society. Or so you're, you know, you're kind of fueling that success. And you definitely
0: um, use all of that with a six-year-old. You, oh yeah, right. Well-rounded yeah. member of society. That's going to mean a lot exactly, to them. Exactly.
1: <laughs> that was a, Yeah. Take that script. That one's that one is for the young children. Exactly. Um, and then the proactive recognition, the can of moments. Um, that one's a fun one too. So that one's, you know, um, that's one where it's like, I noticed you didn't hit your sister and I'm really grateful for that. Cause that shows your restraint. And again, productive member of society kind of comment and where he was like, oh, dang it, I missed an opportunity to hit my sister, but I just got praised for not hitting her. So, <laughs> all right, I, that feels a little better. So maybe I won't hit her in, in, in the long run. And then the last one, the creative recognition is the, it's that, uh, Hey, thanks for continuing to chew, you know. Yes. <laughs> that one, which is yeah, you're you're driving the behavior, kind of hijacking success. Mm. That's that.
0: I love that. And these they are a little hard to remember and to remember how to do them. So there is a great handout that the Nurtured Heart approach has put out that Tony was referring to. We are going to link to that in the show notes so you can find that and print it out, keep it there. And I really do think the idea of writing down some key phrases and keeping them like on your refrigerator or somewhere yeah. visible is a great one as we learn and get in the habit of speaking this way to our children. You bet. So, Tony, tell us a little bit more about if they want to find more of your work, where they can find you and what you offer.
1: You bet. So go to TonyOverBay.com. And, uh, there I have a link to my podcast, the virtual couch, or you can find that on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And I've got an online program for, um, uh, recovery from pornography, addiction, and compulsive sexual behavior called The Path Back. And uh, and then I'm encouraging people right now, if you're interested, at the on my homepage, if you just sign up to find out about some... I'm about to release a program on couples communication and actually one here on parenting with the Nurtured Heart Approach and a couple other things too. So um, I'll get some more information out to you there. So I think that's about it.
0: Well, we're so grateful to have someone so knowledgeable and professionally as well as I have had some requests from listeners like, we want to hear from parents that are you know a little further along the journey who have that Mm. insight that can you know look back and tell us what to do so I'm grateful to have you on with your experience with older kids and I'm really excited I think we're gonna have you on for a second episode about how to get your teenagers to talk to you so Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) so we'll be looking forward to that as well so thank you Tony so much
1: thank you Rachel it was a blast
0: Tony was so much fun to interview. I love people that are so smart and knowledgeable but don't take themselves or life too seriously. I loved getting some good laughs during that episode. Now, are you going to be able to remember the four ways to praise your children? I sat down and kind of boiled it down to the way that I'm going to remember it. So the four ways are first, praise what you see them doing, second, praise what you see them doing plus what it shows about them and their personality or their characteristics. Third, is praise what you don't see them doing, like not hitting. And fourth, to praise what you want to see them doing and pretend like they're already doing it. I feel like those four types of praise might revolutionize our home. And I'm hopeful because since recording that interview with Tony, I've been trying these tactics out on my kids and I have seen a definite shift towards more positivity in the way that I talk to them, which is so encouraging. So you guys this week, you may not talk like a Disney princess, but I hope that you really have such a good week using encouraging words, positive words with your family.